Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Tuesday, September 27th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topics in the New York Tri-State area, and includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Isabel Danzis. And I'm Maya Sargent. Here's What's What in the City. Workers at supermarket staple Trader Joe's have filed for unionization in Williamsburg. This is not the first time Trader Joe's employees have attempted to organize. Workers in stores in Minneapolis and Massachusetts voted to unionize earlier this year. And employees are fighting to improve working conditions all over the country, sometimes in major chains that people go to every day, like Starbucks. This is even stretched to other institutions, like the New York Times. New York Times employees have started discussing a work stoppage. This is because talks with management about raising salaries have reportedly stopped. New York Times workers are looking for an 8% salary increase over the next four years. The Long Island Investment Fund is donating $10 million to the Feinstein Institutes for Medical Research in Long Island. Governor Kathy Hochul visited them today to present the grant. The money will be used to improve a wide variety of services at the center. We're going to renovate existing lab space and construct 10 new ones. Uh, state-of-the-art facilities that will support the center and also the ability to secure more federal grants. These initiatives will enhance cancer care, neuroscience, autoimmune disease research and bioelectronic medicine in the field. The expansion will also increase available jobs in the area. Evacuation orders are in place in the Gulf Coast of Florida as Hurricane Ian is set to make landfall tomorrow. It's currently a Category 3 storm and expected to grow in size. The Brooklyn Book Festival is coming back to New York this week. The nine-day event will feature different panels with a variety of authors. You can find events spread across the five boroughs. This year, the festival will honor Esmeralda Santiago, who moved to Brooklyn when she was just 13. Her memoirs include When I Was Puerto Rican and Almost a Woman. You can visit the website brooklynbookfestival.org for more information. And in more New York City culture news, tonight marks the opening of the Metropolitan Opera. This year's season kicks off with Cherubini's Medea. Other features will include Kevin Putz's The Hours and Giorgiano's Fedora. You can buy tickets for Medea and the rest of the season at www.metopera.org. Let's head over to the world of sports with WFUV's Gino Alba. Thanks, guys. Starting off with some baseball news, the New York Yankees played against Toronto Blue Jays last night for a chance to clinch the AL East division and have a bye round in the postseason. The Yankees have to win at least one of a two-game series against Toronto today and tomorrow. The biggest goal for the Yankees is for Aaron Judge to tie Roger Maris' home run record of 61 in a single season. Judge hit his 60th home run of the season last Tuesday, tying Babe Ruth. With eight games left of the season, fans will have to wait to win 61 and 62 in these next couple of days. The New York Mets have clinched the postseason, but the team are in pursuit of winning the division. They are one game ahead of defending champions the Atlanta Braves and will have to wait till the end of the regular season to declare who will have the first round bye and win the NL East division. Coincidentally, they play against Atlanta away this weekend and can clinch the division series this week. And I hear the NFL are three weeks into the season, so any updates on the Giants and the Jets? Yes, both the Giants and the Jets lost this weekend at MetLife Stadium. The Jets were playing against the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Giants were playing against rivals, the Dallas Cowboys. The Giants started the first two weeks of the season with wins, which was the first time they'd done so in a decade. The Jets had a rocky start to the season, but picked up one win against the Cleveland Browns. Both teams describe how New York fans have potential to win many games this season, but the players will have to perform to make the city of New York return to the Super Bowl. 
With WFUV Sports, I'm Gino Alva. Thanks, Gino. Fordham is welcoming a new president. Here's what we know about Tanya Tetlow. She's from New Orleans, but was born in New York after her parents met at Fordham University. Tetlow was also the first woman to lead the Jesuit University of New York. What we don't know is what music she's listening to, but that will be rectified when WFUV's Robin Shannon finds out what's on President Tetlow's playlist. Do you prefer to listen to music on vinyl, cassette, live, or through musical streaming services? Live. Live. Yeah. And do you use a streaming service at all? No, sometimes I jump on Spotify or Apple Music um, just for random playlists. It's fun. Okay, so as far as Spotify goes, what's on repeat uh, for you right now and songs that you really are a song you can't really get out of your head? I love New Orleans brass band music, so Rebirth will get me going. And who are some of the artists that you enjoy listening to right now? It's pretty random. Everything from Rhiannon Giddens, I love her, uh, to my 10-year-old daughter gets me listening to more pop music than I would normally choose, but we agree on Lizzo. And, um, you know, Forever, Alan Toussaint, Neville Brothers, all my all my music from home. Can I ask who you and your daughter don't agree on? And she's like, Mom, come on, let's play it while we're driving to here or there. Harry Styles. <laughs> Not a big Harry Styles fan. Uh, he, he just doesn't do it for me. He doesn't do it for you. Okay. And um, what was the first concert you attended? Mm-hmm. I'll ask that first. And what was the most recent live music you've seen? So first concert first. First concert was Sting, which Where? was great in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And most recent live music got um, a little messed up by COVID, but uh, we have in New Orleans the Jazz and Heritage Festival where we have 400 bands playing over the course of two weekends. So that was my big last kick of live music was last May. And then, of course, COVID hit. And and, well, no, no, this was this was post this was this May. But um, then I had to move to New York. <laughs> And get myself up here for my brand new job. Well, we have a few, just a few venues that play live music that you might enjoy here. I know. I cannot wait. Have you been to any yet? Um, No, I really haven't. You know, moving my 10-year-old up, I still have to find babysitters and get all that going. um, Unless I find daytime concerts to bring her to. But I cannot wait. Okay. And I have friends like Wynton Marcellus and Lincoln Center Jazz Orchestra. I can't wait to see him. And my last question, uh, President, is what was the last song you listened to? Mm. I'm trying to think because we just had the radio on in the car. Um, I'll make it easier. What was the last song you chose to listen to? Got it. Um, I sing classical music. So one of my favorite arias is Song of the Night by Dvorak. And I love that. So I pull it up all the time. And I'm supposed to end this interview now, but I have to ask you. So you sing classical music. How did you I get do. into that? I just sung in choirs my whole life and sing opera and take lessons off and on. And it is my mental health break, but um, it's great. And it's do you great. have a favorite song you like to sing yourself? Um, it's song to the Moon, I sing. And any Mozart aria you can name. Ah, thank you yeah. so much for this interview. Thank you. All righty. Take care. That was WPV's Robin Shannon talking with Fordham's new president, Tanya Tetlow, about her music playlist. And that's our show for today. I'm Maya Sargent. And I'm Isabel Danzis. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.